And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Did you have a good weekend? I think so. It's pretty eventful. Yourself? Yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> Why do you think so? <laughs> you either had a good weekend or you didn't. <laughs> I did. I did get a lot done. And sometimes I can't wrap my hair if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel well yeah. rested. So that should be a pretty yeah. sturdy gauge. Then you had a good weekend, I guess. <laughs> okay. I feel well rested as well, though I am still a bit under the weather. I thought it was hay fever at first, but it's uh, a seasonal cold. Oh, dear. Uh, so that's the thing. I mean, apparently, since we blow the mass, more people are catching colds. So warm yeah. tea. I mean, you're British after all. Oh, the stereotypes. <laughs> it's been a while since I had tea. I do enjoy them, though. So I guess I am abiding by that stereotype in a way. All right. <laughs> Let's set that aside so we can jump into some of our major headlines for the day. We're seeing a lot of reports of wildfires over the weekend because not only is it spring because of flying dust and flu season, but also wildfires. This is our first pick of the day. Wildfires. So more than 30 forest fires have broken out across Korea due to dry and windy spring weather. What's the latest, Adam? Right. I know that seems like a big number and uh, might cause a bit of a, a laugh for some people, but about 25 of those fires have actually been extinguished now, and the others are kind of in embers, if you will. Now, the government uh, has issued a special dry weather warning, and this goes with uh, warnings of, of possible forest fires as well. So basically urging people to take care when, uh, say, hiking or when near uh, forestry. Now, a relatively large fire occurred uh, just before noon yesterday on Mount Inwang in Seoul, which is a, a mountain near the previous location of the country's presidential office, uh, Changwade in central Seoul. Now, the wildfire uh, destroyed forest land the size of 32 um, football fields. So you can see the scale of how big that fire was. Uh, authorities had to ban entry to the mountain and at least 120 homes were um, evacuated. Uh, luckily, no casualties were reported uh, at the time. It was extinguished in about five hours or so. Um, the, smoke, uh, the smoke excuse me, rose uh, hundreds of meters in the sky while people watched the smoke uh, rise. They kind of stopped in their tracks because you could just see how evident mm -hmm. the scale of the fire was. Now, another large forest fire broke out from a mountain uh, in Hongsan, around 110 kilometers south of Seoul. Uh, the blaze spread to nearby private houses as well, but no casualties uh, were also reported there. It burned some 200 hectares of forest, destroying six private houses, um, one livestock farm and one grain warehouse. And certainly some uh, extensive property damage, although no people were uh, luckily harmed. Uh, President Yoon has instructed uh, authorities to put out and prevent spring fires the best they can. Um, humidity levels, if we look at the time, were below 20%. Uh, there were also strong winds as well, creating the perfect conditions for wildfires to spread. Um, there were also some... Um, there will be some relief from the dry spell with rain in store midweek. But mm. yes, this is a common occurrence in this time of year. Dry weather, dry conditions, along with strong winds, mm. um, especially in areas outside of Seoul, kind of do create this cocktail of uh, 
uh, of uh, this kind of conditions for wildfires. But mm. uh, luckily, uh, firefighters and authorities are on top of it, and the majority of them have been put out. In the meanwhile, we're always advised during this time of the year to be extra cautious of fire hazards. Uh, there you have it. Uh, let's move on to our second keyword of the day. Tax loss. So there are growing concerns that Korea may see a loss in tax revenue for the first time in four years. Can you tell us more? Sure. Now, this is due to the uh, slumping economy, of course, of various uh, tax incentives uh, and tax breaks. Uh, in the first two months of the year, tax revenue came to 54.2 trillion won. That's actually just below 16 trillion won, lower than last year. Uh, most taxes were collected less than in 2022 as well. I think it's a... Uh, Aside from liquor tax or alcoholic beverage tax, all the other taxes that were collected uh, were uh, less uh, than uh, last year. Now, due to the slumping economy, the decrease in value-added tax as well as corporate tax revenues were particularly noticeable. Uh, the sluggish real estate and the stock market mm. also significantly reduced asset tax revenues uh, such as capital gains tax and securities transaction tax as well. Uh, the tax progression rate, which refers to the actual tax collection rate compared to the tax revenue target uh, for February, was 13.5%. The average February figure for the past five years was about 17%. So you can just see there was a drop there. The government allocated uh, the budget, assuming this year's national tax revenue will be 4.6 trillion won more than last year. However, looking at the grim numbers for the first two months of the year, the government's prediction may be a bit off, even if revenue in the following months are the same as last year. But watchers believe that those figures may actually be lower, so there's even less of a chance for the government's target to be on track. Now, if the economic recession becomes serious, there are many concerns that despite the need for Government finances, the lack of tax revenues will, of course, prevent the budget's execution in the necessary areas. So, of course, um, another area of concern in the economy to look out for. All right. Uh, speaking of the economy, let's take a look at our third keyword of the day. Price hike inevitable. So warnings have come prior to this conversation and the consensus is something's got to give. The industry ministry is warning that a delayed hike in energy rates will put huge financial burdens for the nation's energy suppliers. This comes, of course, after the government and ruling party agreed to temporarily hold off raising electricity and gas pills to help alleviate the situation for everyday Jane and Joe, right? That's right. Uh, but they did note that uh, the rate hikes are inevitable, though, so... Mm. We'll just have to see how long they can postpone such decisions. Mm. Uh, but uh, the government will decide on the rate hike uh, after making additional assessments of the international energy prices, as well as discussions with experts. So it is on hold for the time being. The actual gas and electricity rates decisions were supposed to be announced on Friday. Now, the industry ministry says the government plans to release utility prices for the second quarter as uh, early as possible. Um, now, in Korea, electricity rates are usually announced before the beginning of every quarter, and the gas rates are set in every odd-numbered month, though uh, through a negotiation between the lawmakers and the government. Now, the government and the lawmakers agree that the utility rates need to go up amid higher deficits at the energy companies of the country, yet they couldn't decide how much. Uh, the ruling party, however, did note that Korea Electric uh, Power Corporation 
and Korea Gas Corporation need to make restructuring efforts first as the rate increases are bound to weigh heavily on the people. So they're basically saying to those companies, do what you can on your end uh, mm. before we make a decision on the rates. Now, KEPCO uh, has been a, uh, a, it's been in a bit of a trouble, uh, which we've reported on many times. They posted a record high net loss of about 24.5 trillion won last year due to high fuel prices. Now, in a report submitted to the Parliament, KEPCO called for rate increases of 51.61 per kilowatt hour uh, this year, which they believe is an amount that may alleviate some of that burden. Now, the government also stressed the need to raise gas price, uh, uh, gas bills as well, as Korea Gas had about 5 trillion won of uncollected payments um, last year. So both the electric and gas sides are struggling, and that's why we could see a price hike inevitably uh, being announced soon, uh, mm-hmm. not in the too distant future. All right, and here's a headline coming out of North Korea. We move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Uh, Nuclear activity, excuse me. So a Washington-based think tank said satellite imagery has indicated a high level of activity at North Korea's main nuclear complex. This comes after Kim Jong-un ordered the production of weapons-grade nuclear material to be ramped up. So what's the latest on them? Right, so the footage was released by the Think Tank 38 North, uh, which provides a lot of satellite imagery on these issues. Uh, They were released over the weekend, and it appears to indicate high levels of activity at the Yongbyon sites, including a new reactor nearing completion. Now, the images were taken on March 3rd and 17th. They revealed increased water discharges coming from what's known as the Experimental Light Water Reactors Cooling System. Uh, 38 North says this is likely to indicate the reactor is nearing completion and will transition to operational status. Now, the images also revealed further construction on the nuclear site, including new support buildings around the ELWR, reinforcing assumptions it will be operational soon. Um, New construction had also started around the uranium enrichment plants, likely intended to expand its capabilities. Now, the site's main 5-megawatt reactor remains operational uh, with some new construction spotted around it as well. The report claims these developments seem to reflect Kim Jong-un's recent directive to increase the country's fissile material production uh, to expand its nuclear weapons arsenal. Uh, Kim was seen inspecting nuclear warheads at a secret location amid his vows to build up his country's nuclear capabilities. The same day, he unveiled uh, new smaller nuclear warheads intended to be fitted onto smaller weapons. These were all released by state media. It is not known whether these miniature nuclear warheads are fully developed, but such weapons are part of Kim's larger nuclear plans. Now, experts said the potential tactical nuclear weapons did indeed show key signs of technical progress and could indicate an imminent nuclear test. We've been hearing of that for some time now, um, but all these uh, nuclear activities and provocations coming out from North Korea seem to point more towards mm-hmm. an imminent nuclear test. Um, and something that's probably likely to prompt that nuclear test even more is the fact that South Korea, the US and Japan are also expected to hold joint naval drills starting today, in fact, which will, of course, anger the North uh, even further and could spark more provocations. Whether that will include a nuclear test, we'll have to see. All right, with that, we move on to our final keyword of the day. BIE in Busan. 
So a delegation from BIE, which oversees World Expositions, is Korea is in Korea to examine whether Busan can successfully host the upcoming 2030 World Expo. Um, although we see a lot of posters across the country, it is yet to be decided who will, in fact, host the 2030 World Expo. And Riyadh and Odessa and Rome is clearly giving us a run for our money. Yeah, I mean, Korea certainly, the Korean people are certainly making a lot of effort to try and appeal <laughs> Busan as a, a host city for the Expo. We could see kind of these... Uh, lights in the sky, um, banners uh, being, everywhere, uh, banners everywhere uh, in Seoul and Busan. Now the inquiry mission, uh, the inquiry mission, excuse me, arrived yesterday uh, and first headed to Seoul. Uh, the delegation will meet the country's uh, ministers and business leaders. They include the Speaker of the National Assembly as well as the Prime Minister. Uh, the foreign minister and the industry ministers as well. Uh, they'll also have a business luncheon, which will be hosted by Cheta Wan, the chairman of the Korea uh, Chamber of Commerce and Industry, as well as SK Group. Uh, they will also visit Kwangamun Square, where a week-long event is actually being held to express uh, the people's desire uh, to host the 2030 event. Um, the delegation is scheduled on uh, Tuesday tomorrow to travel to Busan, uh, which is biz uh, bidding to host the World Expo 2030. They are scheduled to have dinner with the Pusan mayor uh, and meet uh, the Minister of Oceans and Fisheries uh, on Wednesday as well. Now, the BIE representatives are expected to survey Pusan based on the presentations and dossiers provided by the central government and the city of Pusan during their stay uh, in the southeastern port city mm -hmm. uh, before returning to France, their base uh, uh, on Friday. So, yes, and Busan is not the host city. Yes, so there have been some confusion mm -hmm. over whether it is actually hosting it. It is still in competition with those other countries that you meant, uh, cities rather that you mm -hmm. mentioned. But Korea is certainly making a lot of efforts to have. Uh, host the World Expo. All right. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for today's coverage. We appreciate it and we'll see you tomorrow. You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.